So, last time I saw you guys, I think it was last year here. Last Nam, yeah. And, and I noticed you guys tied the knot. We did it. We got married, yeah. When? Crazy. Congratulations. After 14 years, we did it in Mexico with uh, a lot of lot of fun people. When? What month? Well, how long ago? May 5th on Cinco de Mayo. We okay. decided to uh, Cinco de Mayo. fly 70 people to Mexico and uh, and at Hard Rock, and we got married. So. Congratulations. Thank man. you. Thank you. You guys are great. Let me ask you this: Is it? 14 years together, you finally get married. Is it really that big of a difference, or is it just a piece of paper? No, I mean, she, she still won't legally change her last name, so it's uh, we're, we're really not married still. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's the same. It's, it's literally, like, we've lived in a tour bus for 10 years together in a little box, so we're, we're all good. Yeah, that's, a, like, I haven't been with my wife before we got married that long, but it just felt like after all the hoopla and everything, you're just like, oh, it's just another day. It's not like... Give a difference. I think it only changes when you have a kid, and we don't have a kid yet, yeah. and that's when life gets weird. But like right now, it's literally the same thing. So. And, and honestly, it's more work for them because they got to change their last name with a DMV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally. Just go about our business. Yeah, right? Keep guys have it easy, you know. Hashtag guys have it easy. <laughs> <laughs> so Shauna was telling me we got new music coming. Yeah, we Tell just me. We, we flew out two weeks early. Um, we recorded a bunch of new songs with Eric Ron, who uh, is our producer. He just you know came off uh, great two, 2019 he had uh, his number one uh, song with Godsmack he did oh. their record um, and he's also Grammy uh, nominated for Rock Album of the Year with I Prevail okay um, so what's he, his name? Eric Ron okay he's out of North Hollywood so been my you know one of my best friends forever he came to my wedding in Mexico as well so it's really cool to have like one of our uh, my one of my really good friends not only have a, a tremendous successful year but he's also now doing our record right now and uh, hopefully we'll follow with those footsteps so that's see, great see what happens you know start opening for I Prevail before you know it yeah they had a great record I love their last one Drama. insane awesome made my top 10 for sure uh, what can we expect I mean is it more of the same is there any kind of mission statement this time around I, I think as far as the, the record itself uh, we I wrote everything on piano which I'm a guitar player and I'm you know right. so it's it was I wanted to do something different I'm, I was just getting bored of my the same old stuff we put out I mean just to keep it real you know like it's you can only write to so, so many songs in the same key in the same like and I don't know if our fans felt that way or not but it, it didn't really matter it's more, more about what we wanted to do because we wanted to do something diff different you know um, and it's cool it's fresh it's uh, you know it's uh, weird like R&B rock Selena Gomez meets like uh, Lincoln Park it's, it's different it's definitely something that's fresh you're not going soft on me now that you're married though. we're not going <laughs> you didn't turn off the. you didn't leave the distortion pedal at home a little, a little boys to men now. <laughs> no, there's a lot of distortion pedals in there. Okay, good. good. Distorted piano. It's, it's cool though. It's uh, hope, hopefully uh, everyone will like it, and hopefully you like it. What, what time period are we thinking? It's gonna be out. Um, we are going to push this to uh, probably a, a March, April uh, single release with the music video, and then be it on tour the, like later this summer for a few months. Okay. So that's kind of the, the time frame. Look forward to that. Also, wanted to talk a little bit about Strong, like as we run into each other here every year and it's not always music related because you have you guys have a business going on as well and a really cool business that's one of the things I wanted to kind of highlight this year in my NAM experience beyond doing the interviews with bands I was glad that I ran into Shauna to set this up because I do want to talk about those other things yes of course we all know everyone's coming here for the guitars and the drums and the, yep. yeah, every, all that but I really like what NAM has done how it's evolved over the years and now there are those different 
different things such as strong. Totally, yeah. It's uh, first of all, we're we're thankful that Nam is like supporters of what we do. How many we're, years has it been now? It's uh, three years that we've been in business. Okay. Um, so all of, you know, our bracelets are made from electric and acoustic guitar strings. Um, we started doing a lot of uh, cool stuff with with the uh, giving back to music education for kids from the sale of every bracelet. So we support a lot of uh, a lot of music. You know, we came up as artists with some great teachers when we were kids that kind of got us to where we are. So we get a chance to kind of like keep that the whole cycle rolling you know um, we also get strings from famous musicians now Brag so, about who you got on the, yeah, on the, on the roster well, so to speak we got uh, David Elveson from Megadeth he's a, he's a great great dude of course um, and we got we partnered with Sumerian Records so we now have uh, we did a, a thing with uh, Sleeping With Sirens uh, we're working on with Jonathan Davis hopefully later this year uh, awesome you know and then we also have uh, uh, another one of the biggest guitar players in the world who I can't name drop but we're going to be having his line come out this year so it's it's cool because fans get to wear something that from a recording or from a tour that is memorabilia that they wear on their wrist that was part of the history of, yeah. of that artist that they love. So it's it's really full cycle, super fresh, and like people people love it, and we're we're happy that it's working. It's, it's a cool <laughs> way to show off that you're a music fan, and then like you said, to have have it be one of your like. Doesn't love Megadeth like to have David Elveson's rings around your wrist. Yeah, and that's the cool thing too. It's not just for women; it's men and women. Yep. And in our core line, like we, you can shop. Our whole thing is like wear your playlist. So like every every bracelet's inspired by a song. So like there's like 70 song titles, ranging from like you know everything from uh, like Dream On to you know Fade to Black to uh, In the End, all the way down to like Losing the Sky with Diamonds. So people shop by their favorite song and they. Buy the bracelet because it relates to a song and you know it's inspired by it so it's cool it's a, it's a fun way to to turn like a marketing angle of music into a wearable that people actually like like to, to rock you know and it's not like you can just be satisfied with one there's so many more and especially as you guys develop the line there's more and more to do so it's not yep. like one and done which is great as well you know I've, I've been joking around on the radio that uh, 2020 has been like the year of reunions yep and there's there's basically four Rock reunions. Curious, your favorite out of the bunch. Hopefully, you'll be on tour and not able to see any of these guys live. <laughs> but if, if you did have that one magic ticket, if you got the the golden ticket and you could go see any one of these four bands, who would it be out of? Black Crows, Motley Crue, Rage Against the Machine, My Chemical Romance. Oh wow, that's tough. I've never seen My Chemical Romance live, and one of my favorite bands, one of our a big influence for our band. Um, I yeah, but Motley Crue, I mean, is like I've seen them play, but I, their shows are awesome, you know. And it, that's uh, party rock is uh, you know we like to party a lot. So that, and um, can we put put them you both in the one? You got to pick one. All right, one. my cam. My cam. Yeah, I'll roll with that. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned. You How about mentioned, you? <laughs> well, uh, see, I'm, I'm, and that's what I was going to transition to uh, talking about Motley. Motley was kind of my gateway band into hard rock, heavy metal, and beyond. Yep. I bought tickets, went to multiple of the final shows. I'm a little butthurt that they came back. You know, they made such a big deal. They did the whole farewell tour. Yeah. They signed a contract. They made fun of Kiss and all these other bands. We're coming back. back. Yep. And then five years later, you blink and they're back. Got to make that money, you know? As rock fans, 
from now on, do we just expect every band that does the farewell tour, they're going to be back? Yeah. Is that the mindset I should have now? I mean, unless streaming services pay artists more money, I think that's the way it's going to look. Like, it's ironic for, for how it all timed out with Motley, right, coming back, and I'm, I'm frustrated with that. And then less than two months ago, November 30th, I was at the final Slayer show. Yep. Are they going to be back in four years? I mean, every fan, at one point, you don't you want it to be the last one, especially if you went to that run. But then you still want to see another show. So it's it's a it's a it's a very bitter bittersweet type of a thing, you know. I don't know what to make of it, man. It's like <laughs> it, it's making me lose all my hair trying to figure this stuff out. I, I guess I guess it's my initial assumption. I just need to go with the fact that they're all going to be back. Yeah. And then that, wait, unless they die, and then if, if you know, then they're not coming back. Uh, or, or the hologram you get the you know. yeah, there we go. <laughs> speaking of, of dying just because it's timely out of your wheelhouse so to speak but any thoughts about Neil Peart passing away from Rush You're crazy yeah that three just years happened. of brain tumor or brain cancer and then bam out in 67 yeah it's wild crazy and what's interesting certainly a drum legend but a guy that also uh, wrote all the lyrics come to find out yeah I didn't know that either that's that's wild Hopefully there'll be a movie coming out. Yeah, right? I mean, Let me ask you something closer to your wheelhouse. The band you mentioned earlier, Linkin Park. Yep. Speaking of tragedy, but Chester a big influence and that whole band a big influence on Blame Shift. Yeah. I mean, so it's funny because our, our first record we ever put out, um, it was, you know, 12 years ago. We were a big fan of uh, the, the Evanescence and, uh, you know, Bring Me to Life song, which had right. like Paul McCoy trade-off vocals it was like rap rock you know but yeah. like and now we're happened to be great friends with Paul McCoy we toured with them a bunch oh, but that's great. it was uh and then you know Lincoln Park's record came out the same time frame and it was like this super new wave way of, of thinking outside the box of rock music you know and uh yeah it, it sucks I mean and there's no sugarcoating it just it's terrible that like good music could have came out in the future from that band I mean it's like and just it's over you know it's definitely something that uh you know, it makes you think that, you know, not everyone's around forever and you got to appreciate the music while you have it and art and shows while you have it and go out and see live music while it's still here because it's, you know, it, everything's very uh, fleeting. Yeah. You, know, you just can't take it for granted. Just to wrap up Linkin Park, do you think Linkin Park, what's what's the album or, or song that comes to mind first when you think of it? When you hear the name Lincoln Park, what are you thinking of right away? Um, I mean, just because we also have a bracelet inspired by it, but in the end is like uh, one of my jams, you know? And it's very, it's like telling the future of like what happened with Chester. It's, it's weird. And we put that, it's crazy because we put out that bracelet in the end, like two weeks prior to what happened. And then we ended up giving a, a portion of that bracelet sold back to like suicide prevention because it was such like a, the timing of how it happened happened was so weird that yeah. it uh it was like gave all like me and jenny the chills like when when it happened we're like no that, that's just very very strange oh, that's crazy last lincoln point lincoln park point clock is ticking talking about all these other bands coming back do you think at some point a year or two three four they find a replacement for chester and get shinoda and everyone back and go to work again like Al, 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 
and chains? No, I, I think uh, no one can match his tone, his his vocal. I think that like uh, Michael probably just—he's been doing one-offs and solo stuff. Sure. And I think that like I don't know. I just don't. That's one replacement. That's not. I don't think fans will appreciate it, and I just—I don't think that'll happen. No. I, I don't know. What do you what do you think? It's tough because, like we were talking about earlier, with all these other bands streaming, you got a tour to make money. Yeah. Where's the money going to be for the rest of that band? I know. It's not just, it's a full band that is behind the right. Lincoln Park, you know. So. so they have to end their career? Like, they don't get to go out and... Yeah. I mean, look at what Static X is doing. You know that band yeah. what they're doing. Yep. Yeah, it's, I mean, anything's possible. You know, you can't write it off. There's always, there's great talent that exists everywhere. So it's a matter of, like, finding, you know, like, Queen, you know? Like, you never, that, and I I don't know if real Queen fans agree with, have you seen the new? I haven't seen it, but I've heard from real Queen fans that it is. I heard it's awesome. I mean, I haven't seen it either, but it's, uh, it's probably the best fit that you can get for a replacement, you know? So. I love Alice in Chains. I love what they're doing with William Duvall. I mean, it's not yeah. Lane Staley, but I still love it, so it, it can work. Yeah, if you get the experience, I mean, people love cover bands, right? They go to see their favorite cover band because it's close to what, you know, if you get 75% of the band still at, at a, that experience level, I mean, no one's going to, people are still going to go see them, and the band still gets to make money and love what they do, so. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. if they did get somebody, they could do arenas yeah. or, or, or sheds or whatever. I should audition. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? But I have to put out the press release. Leaving, leaving Blame Shift to join Lincoln Park. Tim got divorced. She probably would divorce six, over that. Six months later, Tim's divorced. Told you we should have never got married. Dude, so much fun. Dude, you rock. Thanks for checking out the entire podcast. Now just hit the subscribe button. That way you get it sent to you directly. And follow me on social media at... Mike Z967. Don't miss the radio show, bro. Wired in the Empire happens every Saturday night at midnight on 967 KCAL Rocks online at KCALFM.com. Adios.